Hello and welcome to Tell Me What to Do from the woman who hates being told what to do. My name is Cecily Bro. We are on episode 10,000. I'm just joking with everyone. It's a simple joke. This is actually episode six. I know last episode we kept saying it was the third one. But that's just because we're living in the now, and the now is a very chaotic time. So please forgive me and Ian Carr, who have since broken up in the car. Anywhoozle, today I have a very important guest. He is a PA on the Mindy Project <laughs> and a husband of mine. Mm-hmm. His name is Alden Dirk. Uh, hello, Alden. Hello, Cecily. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. Your sweatshirt is making my nipples do a certain thing. Thank you. It is uh, Little Tiny Dots. Little tiny dots. Little tiny dots on it. God, I mean, how far back do we go, Alden? Um, three, four years. Three, four years. And when I first <laughs> met you, I was about a hundred pounds heavier. That's false. I was wearing a Hollister sweatshirt. I couldn't pull off. I don't think all the time. And I was trying improv for the first time. I do remember that part. That part's true. And I'm so glad you saw me through that entire developmental process. And now we're on the other side where we I'm. Are. A simple 200 pounds. <laughs> a simple, just a clean 300. A simple, clean 200. And I'm feeling very good and alive. I'm just. You look very good and also very alive. Thank you so much. Uh, the other day, I, a man looked up my skirt and said, no thanks. Where so was, I, sorry, where was the man where he could see up your Vons? skirt? Have you ever looked <laughs> on, the on the bottom the on the bottom shelf of something? No. no. Well, I, I've been doing a lot of yoga. So every time I try to, you know pick something up or I look on the bottom shelf of a grocery store I I don't bend with my body I simply keep standing up and then I look down with my head so I'm still standing up I don't get the image but I'll believe it I'm so glad Alden how have you been you've been out of college for how many years uh uh, one and a half oh one and a half half. I graduated in May 2015 may I say you were really rocking the Max Sheffield look with the gray and the hair from the nanny you are old I'm I'm blonde you look very old it seems like your hair is totally turned gray it's been so long (laughs) Thank, thank you, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you graduated and I you did. had this whole life while I was <laughs> still whole, in college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, uh, And that kind of brings me to the topic of our uh, episode for the day, which is friends post-graduation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keep, keeping them, keeping getting rid of them. them, getting rid of them, purging them, gotcha. um, killing them, whatever you need to do to move on with this exciting new chapter. Mm-hmm. Now, I, you and I are about a year's difference, right? We're, uh, yes, exactly we're exactly a, year. a year's difference, yes. No need to scream at me in front okay. of I'm all so sorry. of my friends. I'm so sorry. Uh, thank you so much. You're embarrassing me. <sighs> all right, get it, get it together, <laughs> get it together, get it together. Um, so, you left me. I was stuck in college for another year. Let me walk you through what that process was like. I would like to know. Yeah. I did not hear from anyone who was a year older from me. It was like they said, hello, Hollywood, and goodbye, Cecily. And I was stuck on a university campus with song girls looking up their twats and looking band up their rehearsals. Own, looking up their own. That's just college, okay? okay? Yeah, and that's what my senior year was. Okay. So uh, in that, what did you do? It's like I didn't even hear from you. Like, um, what were you doing? Well, I think when you first when you first graduate and you have to like become an adult and you um 
you know, get an apartment and have to start a job that you don't like. Um, you, uh, you forget people. And I forgot who you were. I'm going I'm totally to replace, totally replace that with remembered me every day um, for no, every I hour. Did, I did remember you. I think I actually, um, you know, uh, distance makes the heart grow fonder. I actually, I that's, missed seeing you more. That's um, so sweet. Because also you forget, like, the one thing you, f- you forget is when you're in college, you are, like, forced to see people all the time. Not that I was, you know, not that seeing you was a chore. No, but you it are, was a gift. It was a gift. Again, I'm a replacing gift, the word gift, with gift. gift. Yes. Um, but you forget that you the social structures of seeing your friends on a daily basis are not built in. So then suddenly, like having friends isn't just a thing that happens to you. You have to try to make it happen. You have to actually put effort into it. Um, and let me tell you, it's exhausting to be friends with you. So I'm going to take that as a compliment because I live <laughs> my is. life very fully. And I yeah, every mm-hmm. day is a storybook for me. Mm-hmm. I just know when I was in college, I would wake up. I'd be like, hello, friend. Hello, friend. Hello, friend. Have a very full day. I would go to the cafeteria, have a pudding with a friend, and then go to another class with a friend, and then end my night with a friend, whoever was the luckiest that day. Right. Um, post-grad life, I wake up alone. <laughs> I mm-hmm. am going very early to go to a job where I, I have made some friends, but they seem to be grinning and bearing it with me. Mm -hmm. They don't seem to really want it. Um, And I have some friends who are still in college and they invite me to go to things and I'll go back to college. That is something the post-grad life did not prepare me for. I mean, I feel like I'm a grown adult going to a baby's school. It feels so embarrassing the first time that you go back and you don't know why, especially because you, uh, you don't look any different than a college kid. Um, You don't, you probably don't act any different than one. But it feels so strange going back to that campus, especially you think that like if somebody sees you there, that it will like reflect poorly on you that you're back in an area of town. I mean, it looks like I got a job at Seeds or something. Yeah, Seeds for everyone who's not from USC (laughs) is the on-campus store where you can buy seaweed snacks, salads, sandwiches, Twizzlers, and ice cream. Seeds, the healthy marketplace. Oh, was that not an ad? No. Do you, are you guys not There's sponsored? no copy. <laughs> oh. It's just a copy from my heart that I feel okay, in, that's fair. and everything. But any hoozle. So college, your friends are all there. Mm-hmm. Post-grad, they're not there. What I want is it to be easy. I want to just go and see my friends that are in college and not feel like I'm a full-grown adult around a bunch of baby toddlers and diapers pooping themselves. Right. And then also, there's the friends who are busy all the time. Or say they're busy all the time. <laughs> what? Who says that they're PAing <laughs> on a TV that. show <laughs> all the time and can't make the time to see you? I don't understand who would do what that. do you <laughs> do when that friend is like, "Oh yes, let's get lunch this day," and then they say, "And mind you, you have a planner and you've blocked out that entire couple hours for that lunch," and then the day of that friend says, "I can't. I'm busy," and then you see on their Instagram that they're at Echo Park. Alden, <laughs> what do you say? That started off clearly about me, and then I never use my Instagram, so I can tell that it was about somebody Pretty else. Pretty sure you posted something so about you. Echo Park. Thank you for pivoting. Um, <clears throat> I, th- I mean, the hardest thing to, well, even harder is to be that person that is super busy. And I think you probably have dealt with this too, where you like, 
start your real life adult life and you're working and you're busy and you're trying to because you're out of college and doing activities and becoming fulfilled is not a thing that happens normally like on a regular basis you have to kind of like seek it out Mm -hmm. that you start to uh I guess it's you like having friends is another thing that takes effort that you have to like prioritize and put work into Mm. whereas in college it's sort of a sort of a given or you are a part of a lot of things like all of your classes include friends all of your extracurricular activities include friends Mm. you live in a place where friends are um where when those conveniences aren't there anymore you have to you have to put in effort and a lot of the time for especially for people when one person is still in college and one person has left college and the same thing happened to me when I was a senior and people a year above me had left Mm -hmm. it's uh hard reconciling the differences between those two and sometimes you just don't like the people that are a year younger than you and you're trying to you know escape them just escape them at every cost because they're doing strange things like untying and retying their shirt while you're I'm just feeling very hot all of a sudden. I'm feeling very hot, so I had to untie my <laughs> shirt. I don't feel great right now. Um, okay, so you're just saying when you graduate, staying friends with someone is kind of like a new adult job you have to do. Yeah, and it's so like it sucks so much to talk about it that way because obviously it's not. Sounds like anti fun. It shouldn't. Yeah, it shouldn't. It doesn't sound really anti-fun. sound great. Here's what I imagined: post grad life, a day filled with friends. Guess what we have time for? We're going to take a little trip to Knott's Berry Farm. We're going to ride some roller coasters. And then, oh, I'm very hungry. I guess we're going to drive all the way down to Santa Monica, get ourselves a delicious meal in front of the beach. And then what do else we have time? Oh, we also want to see a show at the Hollywood Bowl. And then we're going to go see that. And I, and it would end with drinks and fireworks. That's what I imagined every night with friends to be like after Even I graduated. A, like a Monday night? Even a Monday I, night would be uh, like that? Well, uh, the days Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I wanted every day to be that like, like that, and mostly it's just a lot of me like making conversation with people that are tolerating me. Yeah, I I feel the same way about most people in my life. That you're tolerating them? <laughs> no, they're tolerating me. You're tolerating. I mean, same. If you wanted to kiss, you could just say it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. It's this weather. It's so cold and then it's hot. I don't know. No, I have this. I had those fantasies too about what my post-grad life would be. I would, I would wake up in a beachside villa in a gown mm-hmm. and walk to the window. I'd look fling at it. them open. The sun would sweep in. Hello. I'd look down on the beach. My <coughs> husband, Raphael, would call up to me. Wife, Cecily. <laughs> Hi, good morning. That's me. And I'd say, Cecily, get out of the way. My husband, Raphael, is standing behind you. Hey, my ears went beep. I can't hear what you <laughs> just said. Um, I But I had the same thing where I was like, I, I, get, I think it's also that you you don't realize that like work is going to be such a such a time suck especially because i guess when you when you're in college you're like oh all this time that i spend normally going to class is just going to transfer to like time that i spend working but my life won't change all that much um but it's so much different having a job than it is having uh classes or having a college job um and i'm sure that you feel that too what you're suggesting is that i go on facebook and i delete every friend i've ever had honestly you need to cut the dead weight 
just if I can give you one out. piece of advice, it is go through every for every friend, almost every family member you have besides blood relatives or people who give you money. Mm. If you have a boyfriend, you need listen to me. You need to kill him. Mm. It's the only. It's the only. You're too well, close right at now this it's, point. It's complicated. You're too close. <laughs> right now, it's very complicated because of the number switch ups in the last the last episode. Uh, I don't need to talk about the car ride back home that happened, but anyway, it's complicated <laughs> right now. And mm-hmm. what I want to know is. Is there a way to maintain friendships without being a job? Like, can I just have a way where I wake up in the morning, friend is right there in the morning serving me an omelet. Um, Friend is right there in the car putting a playlist on that they made on Spotify. Friend is right there during the day job making jokes and doing the job with me or just doing the job that I have and then driving me to my auditions and then driving me home, cracking jokes the whole time. And then driving me to a show and then making me dinner and then we go to bed. And you're then we describing, have to You're describing a competent personal assistant is what you want. Is that what it is? I think so. Is a post-grad friendship a personal assistant? No, it shouldn't be, but that's so what you So I want. need to go on Craigslist yeah. and just put an ad out. Oh, my God. If that's you, what I'm going to do. Craigslist was your first thought of where to find. No, that's where I'm going to find my personal assistant friendships forever. Mm-hmm. There, there has to be a cool jewelry store I could go to and get that engraved in something, right? And wear it like my personal assistant BFF. You want, I'm sorry, your first thought, you want to get it engraved in a piece of jewelry yeah. first and well, then find the person? that's how you know it's real. Okay. That's how you know it's real. If something gets engraved, you know it's real. That's okay. just basic history. I mean, like, learn about Greece. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that one's That's on how me. I know Greece is real because things were engraved. No? Not all of them. It's okay. I'll, I'll agree with Yeah. I'll it agree seems with you like one. I, like, definitely know more about maintaining friendships. And that's really bringing me back to my home point, which is the year... 2016 mm-hmm. 2015 to 2016 right i didn't hear a single word from you Mm-mm. and i'd like to know what gives you the damn right to not talk to me while i'm still in college talking about plays i'm in and teachers i have who do you think you are um no comment No, I talked to you. I talked to you. We talked a lot. I don't remember. It doesn't mean I, we anything. We did. We did. I actually stayed. I stayed. Was better at staying close with you than I was a lot of people that I um, was friends with. I don't remember because I just checked my voice activated diary and couldn't remember the password for That's a very long time. Not a good idea for you because so many people can do great impressions of you. No, I'm. No one can. <laughs> Almost everybody in your life has an impression of you. I don't think they could do it. Any whoozle, <laughs> uh, let me paint an image for you. Okay. Me at a cafe screaming at a voice-activated journal, okay. trying to remember the password, which I believe was Bulldog, but I couldn't remember it. So I, I kept being like, Bulldog! But you have to say it the right way. The anyway, right way, right. I opened it, and you know many of my entries were talking about how Alden has dropped me as a friend. Which I'm guessing now is just you transitioning into this new adult life, which is fine. Uh, sorry, I lost myself for a second. I could tell your eyes rolled back. All whites. I feel alive again. It's really fine. Well, okay. So 
fine. It's a job to have your friend now. Well, I get not, the advice you're saying. It's not a job. The one it's thing it's like I will a s- check it off my list. Someone will pay me for doing it, <laughs> kind of thing. No. No, I think what it is is that when you, we forget that uh, when we're in school, when we're in high school and in college, mm-hmm. that you know what the situation that we're in has m- probably more in common with like you know like a zoo or like a, a controlled. Uh, science experiment than it does like real life because you you don't realize since you grow up making your friends through school and making your friends in sort of like an environment where making friends is part of the experience like in college you forget that like the the making friends in the real world is actually normally harder work and that most adults you know like think of your parents they have probably more they have less close friends than they do like a huge group of less close friends how do i get in with the popular adults i think the great thing about friendships post-grad is that popularity really isn't a thing anymore really because i know who the jocks are is it me uh no it's the one who makes the most money in the nba right now what's his name he was in train wreck I don't. Shaquille O'Neal. You know Shaquille O'Neal? <laughs> you should be better friends with Shaquille O'Neal. Well, I hit him up a couple of times on direct message and he hasn't gotten back to me, but he seems like a really popular jock that I could for sure associate myself with and get in that click, you know? Yeah, I will say adult clicks. If you can get in an adult click, that's all you need. What there are, are the har- adult clicks? I feel, you know, like the um like people who throw dinner parties um, or no like one's invited the people me who to go a to Palm Springs. Like they're, you know, they're more like. I haven't gone to Palm Springs once. Neither have I. I actually, um, I'm afraid of the groups of gay men that I know that uh, that go on vacations. I feel like if I went, it would turn into, you know, that. Okay, I don't know the name of this movie, but you're gonna have to remember it. There's, I only watched the trailer, but mm-hmm. it scared me. It's about a group of sorority girls. And sorority row. Sh- no. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. Let me describe the plot just so I can get my point across. Sure. I thought I could nail it the first time. I believe it might be called that. Um, It's a group of sorority girls. They're hazing. And part of their hazing is that they drug a girl to make her look dead and then force the pledges to help bury the body. Weekend at Bernie's. We cut to... Let me finish the story. We cut to an abandoned dump or a graveyard of some sort. And the girls are really like they're playing along the pledges are really scared and so they're about to um bury this girl and that's like gonna be the end of the prank but then the girl wakes up but instead of the pledges being like oh thank god she's alive one of them freaks out and kills her and kills her for real and then with a shovel i think so yeah that's uh, you know what i do remember that mostly because i was there um, yeah, that was something I really didn't expect to talk about tonight. But yeah, it's based on a true life story. Well, then you're very prepared because that's what I would consider adult friendship is like. Oh, man. That was a really rough time. Were you time. the girl that actually killed her? Did you, no, I was the, the girl that was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were dead. And then she was like, I thought she was a zombie for sure. So I didn't, I wasn't mad at Zoe for hitting her in the face with it. Of course. I wasn't because I was thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. And if I had had the shovel in my mm-hmm. head, easy peasy lemon squeezy would have knocked her head off like a little golf ball on a tee. Like, Jesus. okay, well, that's just the truth. Um, Well, I've been trying to, 
shed my skin of the right. friends who are younger than me that are in college because mm. that's just lame. Like, who needs friends that are younger than them? You know what I mean? Mm. So mm. I'm shedding my skin of them. I'm, like, not talking to them at all. Um, I seem to be dearly missed. And instead, I've just been trying to hit up people that are, like, 10 years older than me so I can, like, really, like... Because it's always cool to hang out with the older kids. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I will say that might not be the best idea. Because when mean? you when you get into the adult world, people for, they forget how old everyone is. Mm. Like, ages don't, don't really matter as much. So, like, people look at me and they either think... That's an 11-year-old on stilts. <laughs> or he's 30. So either way, whoever, whichever way people think of me, um, at this point in life, they don't really care that much. Mm. Um, I feel like until you, you know, reach big milestones where, like, you have babies or a boat. What is um, that? A boat? What's a boat? <laughs> It's like, uh, this is actually difficult to describe. Never mind, it's I don't a need car you. that you can float. It doesn't have wheels, though. <sighs> that's actually the best description of a boat I've ever had. It's read. hard to describe a thing that's super simple, you know? Totally. Uh, well, I guess this really upsets me because I took out a Craigslist ad being like looking for adult old friends. And I, I guess it also explains the kind of messages I've been receiving from people, which is meet me at this alley and I'm like bowling alley and they're like no the one with the dumpster and I was like Did oh that go? cool bar and they're like it's not a bar <laughs> the dumpster you thought the dumpster was the name of a cool bar it probably is would I be I surprised know. I mean doesn't that sound like the name of a bar in LA the dumpster it does actually if it's not I would I, I think yelped you it. it I actually yelped <laughs> the de- the dumpster and mm-hmm. they had nothing but just like fried crab legs I buy that. And that sounded really good, but uh, Daniel 47 forever did not mean that place. He is meant he always 47? Mm. Is that like he's like forever 21? <laughs> you know how there's that movie 17 again with Matthew mm-hmm. Perry? Um, uh, Matthew what? Perry, not Zach Efron. You didn't bill him. I first. thought. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Efron <laughs> means Perry. nothing to me. Nothing. Um, Matthew Perry, number one in that movie. <laughs> That's just a real thing that was in my soul. That's fair. Um, No, this guy looked like Matthew Perry during his coke years times 10. Wow. And yeah, he wasn't a good friend. I'll leave it at that. Wow. He was like, do you want to adult adult old friend? No, he was like, look at this cheese I found in the mousetrap. And I was like, I have to go to bed. I'm tired. And he said, stay up. There's more cheese. So that's what it's been like for me trying to find older friends to like fit in the clicks with. Seems like you blew it with a really nice guy. I wish you wouldn't scream at me. All right. Like I am trying my best. It sounds like you just had this easy breezy life where you had a job and you had lots of adult friends and you didn't have to take out a Craigslist ad. I mean, I think it sounds to me like I'm doing all the right steps and you are doing all the wrong steps. I mean, I will say on a very deeply serious um i will say that it like the first year out of postgrad is super super hard and i think a lot of people don't realize how hard it is when you're younger and i'm not complaining it's it. not hard well it is hard though like I'm you're fine. going through a very hard time I'm it's fine. clearly taking its toll on your mind and your body how dare and you i am the best fit i am 200 pounds young 200 pounds young mm-hmm. 
the best shape it's of my life. Clearly, it's taking its toll on your mind as well. Um, the mind is nothing. But you, you forget you forget how hard it is for people their their first year out of school. And uh, I, someone, a friend once told me, it wasn't a friend. It was um, a, a cognitive behavioral therapist once told me that, uh, you know, there are like you you have to realize that like there are situational friends in life. There are friends that you have. For a finite period of time, and that's totally cool, and that's totally normal, and that's how some relationships like a jacuzzi function. friend you meet in Vegas. Yeah, exactly. You meet and him in a jacuzzi. You're drunk. You're both sweating out the booze in a jacuzzi, having the time of your life. One of you pukes up the beef tips you had earlier, and then you never talk to them again. Exactly. Sometimes your jacuzzi friend lasts a night. Sometimes you have a jacuzzi friend for five years. Sometimes mm. your jacuzzi friend is your husband for twenty, and then you leave them. Because Are you we met all just else. jacuzzi friends waiting to throw up our no. tips and never talk? No, because you know what, Tessley? There are some friends that will stay in the jacuzzi forever until they prune to death. And that's you and I, okay? It does make me feel better about everything, although the imagery is making me not feel good inside. Yeah, the imagery is part of it. Well, what if the jacuzzi evaporates? Okay, that's nothing... just crazy. That's insane. <sighs> What you're saying is that there are some friendships that are going to withstand this whole post-grad life. And there are some that are just going to fall by the wayside like a jacuzzi friendship in Vegas. And what I'm saying is, isn't there a way we can keep them all but lose the ones that don't matter, like the young ones, and then make friends that are older, that are like 40 years older than us? Isn't that what real friendship is? Um, I think... The the friendships that end up not being jacuzzi friendships, well, like you'll find them on your own. You won't have to try to cut people out. And try I try to every day. People. I try every day. I, I text people I certain messages where I'm like, remember, we talked about this yesterday. And sometimes people won't respond. Well, it's difficult when you have a conversation with somebody and then the next day they just text you a reminder of the conversation you had. But it's an inside joke. That's how inside jokes work. You remind them of something you talked about earlier. I don't think it's so much one person reminding the other person. It's normally um, sort of a mutual thing. Every time I hang out with a friend, I take a notebook, I take a pen, I take notes on what we talked about so that I can refer to what we talked about in our last conversation when we see each other again. It seems to be working... It makes it seem like you're not really present at the dinner table or, you know, it's weird to come to a friend's uncle's funeral and sort of be scribbling the whole time. I really thought you would never bring that up again. Okay. You fell into the grave because you weren't looking where you're going. I was trying to remember what we talked about at TGIF Fridays and you were crying about your uncle. I mean, I am trying to keep up right now with friendship and that's a very important thing right now. Your you, uncle was a drunk. took you 25 minutes to get out of that hole. It's very deep. That's the point. It's so that the zombies very, can't crawl up it, Cecily. It's very deep. And an earthworm fell in my mouth. Oh, And no one seemed to care. I I'm alive. I didn't drink myself to death like your uncle. I was in the, in the grave, alive with an earthworm and a notebook, trying to maintain a friendship. God, you know what? What I'm really gathering from all this is that friendships post-grad life, let them go. Who needs any friends? Just cut them out. Get rid of all of them. Mm -hmm. Be alone. Mm -hmm. And just remember friendship as like a fun little phase you went through, like when you wore Aeropostale. 
I don't think it's a phase though for you, you know? Yeah. Air apostle is a lifestyle. And maybe that's a life lesson for you that friendship could be a lifestyle too. What? I'm just trying to get sound bites for my audio book. What? What is the name of your audio book? It's called Jacuzzi Friends, A Guide to Keeping Those Close Who Need Closeness. Jesus Christ, Alden. I just said that title. <laughs> you just stole my idea. Well, inspiration's everywhere. God, I have really taken a long, hard look at myself and realized the truth, which is friends suck and you are the worst and I don't like you very much. And I'm, God, I don't even know why I talked to you after I graduated. It's just me and my notebook with a bunch of notes from past conversations that honestly I, I could have just thrown in the grave with your uncle. Okay. That was a bridge too far. Jesus. <laughs> was that too far? Whatever. I'm sorry. This is our last conversation ever. So ever. I guess <laughs> okay. I guess I should end it on a more positive note. You Please have do. been a good friend. You are a good worker, but your advice isn't great. I think I gave you some actually really good tidbits there that you overlooked. No, your advice was kind of just exhausting, which is like you have to like kind of work harder to stay friends with people and like care about what they're doing, even though you don't see them every day, which is like, oh, my God, do you know what I do every day? Like, I don't have the time to make room for what you did. That's like... I don't think that you, I think you'll figure it out. That's my advice. I think you'll figure it out. What? Are you grandmother Willow? I don't need these vague little We have similarities. No, you don't. We do. What? Look at me when I do this face. Oh my God. That's pretty close, right? No, not at all. Looks like you're trying to smell your armpit. I'm going to do it one more time. Ready? Great grandmother Willow doesn't, no, great grandmother, Jesus. All right. Well, that was a close one. I did it closer that time. I'm really glad we could have this conversation about post-grad friendships. I have one follow-up question, which yeah. is friends from hometown. They're moving to the oh, city yeah, yeah. where you're living. How do you tell them, I'm an adult now. I don't have time for friendship. Um, it's one of the hardest things. That is one situation that is just the, the most hard. And it's not... Um, the thing that I, I've had two different situations. I've had um, a friend that I wasn't that close with mm-hmm. move to the city and not really know how to balance wanting to be nice and welcome them to the city and also um, not, uh, you know, fully becoming the one like friendship crutch that they have mm. so that they don't make friends and, you know, like they're friends with me so they don't make other friends yeah. in the city. Or the other side of that, where there's a person that I thought was like so cool from high school that moved out here, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna have the coolest friend. They wore a beanie, and then they um, didn't reach out. Became to you. cool in Los Angeles so quickly that then they became too cool for me. So that also didn't work hmm. out well. That's cool. I just want yeah. people to move here under the idea that maybe I would talk to them and then pull the crutch right out from under there. Broken and you invite them on, and you're like, yeah, 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 like stay at my house. Like it's going to be totally fine. It's and then fine. they get to your house and you've just given them the address to a condemned crackdown. That's really what I want. God, I'm so glad you see things the way I do. I'm starting to come around. I really appreciate that because mm-hmm. like at first you were coming in with advice like, hey, friendship is something you work at and you care about and the ones that you really care about will stay in your life. But now you're like seeing what I'm seeing, which is just like cut all ties. And yeah. if you can... 
go out of your way to make things harder for those. Honestly, if I were you, I would say this. Okay, so there's say there's a friend. Mm -hmm. This friend is a friend that you're really close with in high school. Yeah. And they send you a Facebook message one day and they're like, you Uh, will not believe where I am moving. Yes. Your town. Whoa. And you respond with, oh my gosh, yay, this is so great. Um, You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw you a welcome party the first week that you're in town. It's going to be great. I'm going to introduce you to all my new friends. You're going to like start your life in the city. Perfect. That friend moves out. You spend a glorious weekend with them. It's so much fun. You totally reconnect. You're mm. bonding. Everything's great. It culminates in this party that you have gone all out with. You've gotten your gay friends to plan it. You've gotten your parents to pay for it. And God. it is truly the smash of the century. You stand up on stage in a dress that you spent far too much money on, but you look great in. Thank you, you bring your friend up on stage. You say, come on, Kelly, get up here. Kelly, get up here. Everyone's like, Kelly, yay. Everyone's cheering on Kelly because you know what? She's already part of the group, even though she's only been here a few days. She's she comes up great. on stage. You give a little speech, a tear in your eye, and then you step two steps to the left mm-hmm. and three gallons of pig's blood spill <laughs> down drenching kelly from head to toe she looks at you and you didn't realize she was telepathic but she is and shit gets real remarkably quickly Mm. before you know it the venue is up in flames and you are dead but kelly stands above you okay isn't this carrie oh isn't this carrie i'm no among other stories you know everything's it's the mono myth Uh. everything comes back to it you are such a little skis. Thank you. But you're also the reason why I get up in the morning. <laughs> God, I'm so glad I had you. Are the first guest I've had on the show that like really sees things the way I do. Your boyfriend was on this show. Who? You probably shouldn't say. That. I don't know who you're talking about. That person no longer exists, and you are now that new person. Score. Score. All right. That's how you get a friend. You cut a friend out. <laughs> so I guess what I've learned from all this is just don't be good to anyone. Friendship is dead, except for the one, Alton Dirk. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you could give me this advice. And thanks for being on the show. Thank you for bringing me around from giving stupid, useless, um, practical advice to just recounting the plots of horror movies. I now know my true purpose. Thank you for seriously seeing the light and for being my light and heart and new boyfriend. All right. Thank you so much for being on the show. And next week, we have an exciting guest. Wait, we're dating now? (laughs) Well, yeah, that's post-grad life. Friendships become relationships, right? Sure. Who's your guest next week? Is it me again? We'll find out. Okay. Happy Halloween. What? Anyway. Thanks for listening. Have a good week, everyone. Happy Halloween. Me and Alden are dating. Um, not technically. Postgrad friendship equals relationship. Woo! I'm not in that place that I could do that right now. I love you, Alden. Happy Halloween. Bye.